Welcome back to the Pretty Little Prisons podcast. This is your host, Wendy Watson, and I'm bringing you Season 2, Episode 9. Today's topic, uncertainty. Navigating uncertainty is something all humans must, must, must deal with uh, at some point in your life. You will have this prison to escape. You will have this challenge to overcome, uh, to state it somewhat differently for those that prefer positive language. But the reality is uncertainty can feel like a prison. It may be invisible bars, maybe in your mind, you know, what lies ahead and how are you going to create or generate positive potential in the present to anchor yourself forward into the future when everything around you feels uncertain. Maybe you don't have a lot of personal or emotional support around you. Maybe you don't have a lot of financial support. Um, Maybe the rug got ripped out out under you, whether it was a, a job loss, the loss of someone important in your life. Um, If it was something, anything that would make you feel disappointed, crushed, hopeless, depressed. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today and how we might break out of that prison or uncertainty. Now, first and foremost, of course, all of the positive self-help gurus are just going to say, think positive, go hustle, hustle, hustle. You get what you work for, not what you wish for. And yet, on the other side, the new age evolutionary minded people will tell you, no, the universe has cleared your path or opened up you know, an area in your life, if that person has left, or if that job is there no more, or if this, you know, whatever it was that was certain is now uncertain, they will say there was a reason for it, right? And that the universe is going to bring you the thing that replaces the last thing, because your path was cleared for a reason. Religious people will tell you that, hey, if God brings you to it, he will bring you through it. Have faith, not fear, right? So these are three things that the popular world will tell you how to get through uncertainty. But I guarantee you, if you are the person facing the uncertainty, none of these three um, ethereal um, solutions or positive solutions seem realistic, right? It's, it seems about as unattainable and untouchable as the uncertainty itself, right? So like, okay, well, I'm just supposed to go out there and work hard to get something to fill the gap. But what if the gap is not what I want? What if, what if the thing I get to, the, the things that I come across are not what I need, okay? Um, but I'm just hustling to get something to fill the gap. If I wait and hope and pray, something may never come. If I think positively and try to manifest... I'm still sitting here waiting at the red light, aren't I? Okay, so from that medical, 
I would say medical, because it feels like a medical condition. From that metaphorical position behind the red light is what I meant to say, because in life as adults, it feels like a game of red light, green light a lot. The universe tells us, go, 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 go. And then boom, it throws up a big, you know, a hurdle, a stop sign for us or a stoplight. And we're sitting there revving the engine or idling in neutral going, okay, what next? Well, I think the first step, obviously, is deciding which direction you want to go. Do you want to replace the thing that you lost with something similar? Is it even possible in the case of a person? Probably not. In the case of job, maybe. But do you want the thing you just lost? Or do you want something new and better to replace it? Of course, being human, we all... We are driven to want more. We want to be happier, more successful, or at least, at the very least, taken care of, right? The survival level of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs chart. Just roof over the head, food in the fridge, bills paid. All right. So how do you take that stone and throw it forward and then get where you need to be. Well, a lot of people turn online, don't they, right? If it's a loss of a person, then they might go to try to find an online support group. Or if it was a relationship, maybe they go to the online dating. And then if it was a job, of course, they're just, you're on all of the social media sites, LinkedIn, whatever, putting yourself out there. Hey, I'm available for work. Hey, I'm available for a relationship. Hey, I'm, you know, in need of a support group, right? But what does that do? I mean, it really just feels like a band-aid, right? And in a way, it sort of feels like being a beggar of the universe. Like, hey, look at me. What other ways could you devise to break out of the prison other than still waiting for somebody else to answer that ad, answer that post, answer that profile, respond to you and your needs, or just go get your needs fulfilled? Maybe. So option number two, get creative. Don't do what everybody else is doing. But maybe that just involves a little of your own strategy. So if you're not going to do it the way everybody else is doing it, which is saying, hey, look at me, this is what I've got to offer any takers, and then sitting there waiting, right? You're still behind the red light. You can get out there and try to make something happen, i.e. the hustle methodology. But just getting something, anything to fill the void, that's not going to be enough either. You know that, like kind of psychologically, but fear will compel you to get something, anything to fill the void. So if you're going to operate in faith, not fear, but you don't want to wait behind the red light for something to happen, then what do you do? How can we keep moving forward, turn that red light into a green light? As Matthew McConaughey would say, his green light methodology, um, what how how do we how do we create our own green lights okay 
So methodology number three, create two and three, I should say, is about creating a situation that brings about or attracts what you want without actually trying to force things to happen. See, there's a difference there. There's a difference between just going out to get something, anything, and I think attracting what you really want in your life to fill that void. And I think it requires a little more than just, you know, tossing up a profile online or updating, sending out a few resumes or doing whatever it is that, again, would be the typical online solution. Maybe it's calling people you know. Um, Okay, maybe you've already tried that line of defense and nobody was supportive or helpful. So now you still feel back to square one. You're on your own in this. Well, what then? You get online. You start Googling. You're looking for something, anything that brings that spark when you look at it, when you read it, when you see that title, when you see that opportunity, whatever it is, just keep going until you find that spark, right? That elusive spark that everybody talks about. But once you find it, then at least the sacrifice and self-compromise that comes with it will feel worthwhile versus getting any old job any old partner for your relationship void or any old person and maybe feel that loss of a friend because you you took the choice or you you exercised the option or the free will to make a choice versus waiting for something or someone to choose you, right? So if it's some people believe if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Some people believe if it's for me, if it's meant for me, it'll come to me, right? So you choose whether you want to sit back and wait behind that red light for something to free you from the place you are stuck, or whether you want to anchor yourself forward or propel yourself forward, turn that red light into a green light by finding something that makes you want to move forward in your life again. Something that as soon as you see it and you recognize it, you say, you know what? That's it. That's it. That's what I need to be doing. It, it's going to put the spark back in my life. That, that captures my interest. I'm willing to work hard for that. I'm willing to try that even. Okay? So I think that's really one way that we can help anchor out of a sea of uncertainty is finding something that we are certainly certain about and tethering ourselves to that you know they say when you when you reach the end of a rope tie a knot hang on well so I think that's it find that thing that makes you want to keep going instead of giving up in despair and staying there behind that red light And use that, use that one thing that gets you a little bit motivated, a little bit excited, a little bit whatever, you know, like, yeah, you know what, (laughs) I'll do that. I could do that 40 hours a week or however many hours it takes to make my life feel worthwhile, right? That's that's the box you got to check because any old thing just to pay the bills or any old thing just to not be alone 
or any old thing to just fill a void is not going to do. You're going to sit there and you're going to look at it and you're going to resent the hell out of it because you're going to feel like you settled for. So the answer is not to to choose something, anything to fill the void because then you're going to have the repercussions and the consequence of that. The opportunity cost is, well, it's not what I really wanted, but... I did what I had to do at the time. That's that's what you're going to do. You're going to justify it to yourself that way and saying, you know what? I stuck it out and I stuck my neck out and I went a little bit further than just getting something to fill the void. I got something I really, I went for something I really wanted. And then when that thing comes into your life, it will be a place of joy and not another source of resentment and despair. So be careful how you fill those spaces of uncertainty because ultimately those could land you in another pretty little prison. Today's musical intro was provided by Toontank.com and the artist is Omka. O-M-K-A.